Potter City presents 21 Days in God's Presence filled with intense prayers. Date 3rd to 23rd January 2022. And now, Prophet Nanase I want to establish this point very strongly before I start teaching that with all the convictions in my heart, that kind of chibum and trophy Christianity. I believe it's over. Uh, what do you mean by what you are talking about? The kind of Christianity that you sit down, you do nothing, you just think that when you go and let man of God lay hands on you, things will change. You are not ready for change. It's a daddy machine kind of Christianity that we are dealing with now. Because the devil that we are dealing with is too wicked. For you to just sit down and permit him to destroy your life. I like the way a Nigerian preacher puts it. He says, he knocks at your door and he asks you, are you available for killing? And if you say yes, he just kills you. Because he can't do anything without setting. Uh, we give him the permission to do it. Yesterday, I laid a strong foundation on idol worship. How many of you were here yesterday? Were you blessed? Amen. Much as we all want victory. It's not everybody that is ready to pay the price for victory. It's one thing to want victory. It's another thing to be ready to pay the price for victory. May you receive grace to pay the price for your total victory. So we are talking about the fact that certain things based on the scriptures has to do with um, um, our backgrounds. Hallelujah. Sociologists say that you are a product of your environment. To some extent, it is true. Amen. Uh, and that is when I connect it very spiritually, you'll realize that most of the things that we are going through is as a result of where we are coming from. Amen. Um, you cannot born in Begwese and behave like an American. So sometimes we become a product of our environment. Tell your neighbor we are Africans. Tell the person, don't be deceived by your American passport. And some don't have the passport at all, so they, 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 are, they are even saying that we don't even know what we are talking about, but whatever it is, hallelujah, I'm talking very spiritual, amen. And as a result, as I read the Bible and I keep reading, I realize that God detests and hates, and today I'm going to teach some things, he hates idol worship, seriously. I mean, nothing makes God angry than idol worship. And if you have a pen, I'm going to state some things as I studied today that God showed me that you write them down because it will help you in your future. Amen. He hates it so much that it is the only thing I see in the Bible that he punished without mercy. When you see God punishing people for serving idols, he seems to redraw his mercy completely. And the punishment can be very fierce. He takes Israel to bondage. Sometimes they can be in slavery and different things and if you look at the commandment you shall not make any other gods beside me she emphasized it very strong if you look at exodus chapter number 34 verse 17 listen to what god said thou shall make thee no mortal gods give me the new living translation let me stay there hallelujah huh? you must not make any gods of mortal metal for yourself do we have one in our families Oh, those who don't have one, God bless you. But those of us who has one, do we have one in our family? Amen. Hallelujah. Leviticus chapter 26 and verse number one. Listen to what he said. 
Leviticus chapter 26 and verse number 1. Do not, look at someone say, do not. Do not make idols or set up calf images or secret pillars or sculpted stones in your land so you may worship them. I am the Lord your God. He emphasized, and you see through running through the Bible, Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 25. Hallelujah. <laughs> How seriously the Lord takes this matter. He takes it very serious. You must burn their idols. When you get to the land and you possess the land of the people, you must burn their idols in fire. And you must not carve the silver or gold that covers them. You must not take it or it will become a trap to you. So most of the things in our background, it has become a trap. And the devil has succeeded to blind us that we will not even see it and declare war. You will win this battle today. You know that if anybody didn't preach salvation to you, you would have been born again. If you have not heard the message of healing, how can you be healed? You are prospering the kingdom because we preach the message of prosperity. So to win the victory, we must preach the, we must to preach the message on how to overcome these things. Because God only watches over his word to perform it. What is the confidence in we preaching? Even in tiredness and everything. What is the confidence? What make you stand same? What make you think that when you stand, God will give you a word to preach? What make you think that when you come, the anointing will flow? It's very simple. Tomorrow, I'm going to start preaching about the, the things to do and practice to be totally free. Yeah. I'm going to give you a series of things. It's not just one. Some of you only know one. So when the devil makes you weak there, then that is the end. One day, God called the prophet Elijah and told him to go and anoint the people. He said, anoint Elijah to take your place. Anoint Jehu to be king of uh, Judah and anoint Hazel to be king of Israel. Then he described the purpose of that anointing. I don't want to go to that scripture. It's not part of my teaching, but I just have to tip in. And he said that. And the reason is that he wanted to cut off the house of Jezebel. Because Jezebel has raised a lot of idols and altars. Then when he anointed, he said, he that escaped the sword of Jehu shall Hazel slay. He that escaped the sword of Hazel shall Elisha slay. So it means that if you only know the sword of Jehu, then when there is an escape, what takes care of the next? And so tomorrow I'm going to give you the systematic operation, the spiritual technology to completely overcome this sin and rise above them. Remember I told you, you cannot walk to the house because the idol people protect them. They have a security of a generational protection. So the devil will make sure he will raise somebody in the family that is not ready to send the idols away. There is always somebody in the family that is ready to fight and defend the idols. It happened in Judges chapter 6 and verse number 25. Judges chapter 6 and verse number 25. Give me the New Living Translation. Now, there is a man called Gideon. Look at the way he did. He fought to destroy the idols. After he realized that there's so much poverty. In fact, when God met him, he said, I am the least in my family. And I am the least in the tribe. So the idol has made every, every, everything around them become the least. So when those altars are raised, it just reduces the destiny of people. And you will never get to your potential. 
He said, I'm the least. And listen to what? That night, the Lord said to Gideon, take the second bull of your father's head. The one that is seven years old, pull down the fa your, your father's altar of what? Bar. So, I told you yesterday, there's a connection with idols and altar. Pull your father's what? Altar of bar. The shrine and the idol is bar, but it has an altar. The one in my family, they call it Tano. If you go to a and and there are different ones there. So, so, and so. You know their names. You know. Don't pretend you don't know. You know. So, there is a, you know, you can go to some place. Eh? There is something called National Idol. There's something we call Regional Idol. There is Community Idol. And there are Family Idols and Individual Idols. Can I tell you this? This is the problem of Africa. Indian is not a continent. Indian is a country within a continent. So Indian is part of Asia. But there is no continent that has more idols than Africa. No country. That's what the Lord told me today. There is no country that has images. And the idols, I'm telling you, some of them has come to the church. Mm -hmm. You see people hanging things under their window door and bowing down to it in the name of Christ. It's idol. I don't care how decorative it is. It's idol. The God we serve, we have to serve him by faith. You don't need an image. So there are different kinds of it. Listen to this one. Seven years old, pull down the, your father's altar of bar and cut down the Asherah pole standing beside. So there are images. They were standing there. But Gideon has no revelation that is a reason for their poverty. The Lord, that night, the Lord said, so God is showing him the reason for the poverty. He has been there for generations and they felt that sometimes they can even let you feel that that is not protecting the family. The devil is shrewd and is very deceptive. Whereas he's destroying people's destiny in the family, they make them look like it is what is protecting them. I just don't need plane to go to London. So running to London without dealing with them will still not give you peace and victory. You are blessed to hear what I'm preaching. No. I'm going to show you something. To you. If you go take your time and read the whole book of Judges chapter 6. And if you study this and you see where it's starting from, where it's coming. At a point there, the Lord, the Lord, the Lord. So what I'm preaching at, the Lord is telling you something. He never even knew that the thing was there because he's been there for generations. Now look at it. Let's go. Let me show you. And then the Bible says, then build an altar unto the Lord. The Lord said, when you destroy that altar, raise a new altar. Build an altar unto the Lord. So when God walked to the family, he knows altars that belong to him and altars that are against him. She also knows altars that are servicing and praising him and altars that are speaking against his kingdom. Isn't it interesting that God taking the people of Israel from Egypt 
His last statement was that I will walk through the land and I'm going to kill all the firstborns. And that is not the end. On the gods of Egypt, I will execute judgment. God doesn't take this thing light. When God comes to the house and there is an idol and you have not separated yourself, when it's judgment in land, you can be a victim. It's in the Bible. I'm going to take you both New Testament to, from Old Testament to New Testament. Don't joke with it. Have nothing to do with them. Publicly declare that you don't want to be part of this. Some people's marriage never worked because libation was poor. And you were so much in love in the name of tradition. Ignorance. We are in a church. The fact that you're in church does not mean you know. You can be in church for 20 years and you are ignorant as anybody who has said God and doesn't know God. I've seen it. I've gone to Christian. I've gone to Christian engagements, born again, both man and woman. And the people say, eh, I will say, yeah, mama. Then you see them pouring labeshi. It's an invocation. The way we pray and anoint. When you start pouring lavation, you are calling spirits. And lavation, lavation pouring doesn't call God. So listen, all this thing about tradition, Jesus said, you make it, you make the word of God of none effect by the tradition. So following tradition for your own destruction. Do you know why you do that? Just to please the witches. Watch this. Then build an altar. Most of us here, we have not even discovered the reason behind our trouble. We are blaming people who have nothing to do with it. Many people have not discovered it. The quickest way for the devil to plant you in your problem hmm, is to divert your attention from the source. Because it's naturally a dark agent. He is an angel of darkness. He loves to work in obscurity. So the fastest way to keep people in bondage is that they must not know he's the one behind it. That is why your Bible says we are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Lack of knowledge about what? Lack of knowledge about the source of our problem. It's like going to hospital with typhoid. They treat you with wincy. Uh, 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 Whatever. They treat you with some kind of headache and you have typhoid. You, you can tell what will happen. So, when you are taking Awe Awe and Kode, to deal, you, do you know that when you have malaria, you will need a medicine prepared to deal with the malaria parasite. So, you can't take paracetamol and be healed of malaria. That means you are trying to be healed naturally. So, you are using scientific method to be healed. When medical science gives you medicine, they heal you through your flesh. But God heals you through your spirit. This is why I, oh. That is the reason why if you are only losing God's method for healing, you can also look at symptoms. Because the spirit has nothing to do with the flesh. You just have to believe so that the spirit will knock what is in the flesh. So Proverbs say the spirit of a man will sustain his infirmity. You see that the stronger your spirit, the more you can expel the devil's things out of you. So listen, honey, it is not in your interest to have a weak spirit. Your spirit must be strong. Amen. Then build an altar unto the Lord, your God, here on this hilltop sanctuary. Laying the stones carefully, sacrifice the bull as a burnt offering on that altar, on the altar. Using as fuel, 
using as fuel and wood of Asherah pole to cut down God's instruction. Wow. So Gideon took ten of his servants and did as the Lord has commanded. But he did it at night. Why? When God gave the instruction, did he say night? I'm going to show you the reason why. He did it at night because he was afraid. He was afraid of the other members of the father's house. So there is always somebody that the devil will anoint to protect them so that he can continue to destroy. This is God's instruction. What we are dealing with is not for people doing the sign of the cross. No, you can do that if that is your faith. But this is more than that. This is spiritual warfare. This is what you are saying that I'm stopping something that has been there for centuries. I am ending a generational curse and I'm starting a generational blessing. And let me tell you something. He was afraid of the other members of his father's household and the people of the town. Because it's not the father's household too. The whole thing has become part in, the, in such a way that other people in the town also connected their power through it. So this one can be either area or a community idol. But it's in a particular house. If you go to every town there is a shrine, it can be said, you, you hear some shrine's name somewhere, so so and so at the mountain, they say, I don't want to mention even their name in Chad. They are too raw, dirty and ugly for me to mention their name. But the point is that you see it there, but other people in the town also go there. It's the same thing, that's no change. If you look at the devil, eh, his method doesn't change. Because he cannot create, he cannot, he cannot come out with a new method. He can only do the counterfeit ones. So what he was doing, Gideon's time is not different from what he's doing in your hometown. Early the next morning, as the people of the town begin to stare, someone discovered that the altar of Baal had been broken down and that the Asherah pole beside it had been cut down in their place. A new altar had been built. This is what we are going to do by next week. A new altar. Until you do that one, all the effort will be useless. Because in the spiritual, you cannot create a vacuum. Once you move something, something must occupy it. A new altar had been built, and on it were the remains of the bull that has been sacrificed. So, when they raise a new water, they were sacrificed. They use the Asherah pole wood and things and burn them. Now look at the reaction. Everybody say reaction. reaction. The people said to each other, who did this? And after, and after asking around, making careful search, they, they learned that it was Gideon, the son of Joash. His father is a chief fetish priest. And they didn't even wait for the comfort himself. They themselves want to take an action. Bring out your son. The men of the town demanded of Joas. He must die for destroying the altar of Baal and for cutting down the Asherah. Stay there. So have you seen it? What you are dealing with there? It is not something you can finish and go and fornicate.
Have you seen that you can't talk? No. What you are dealing with is not something you can be committing adultery. This is the reason we preach for you to live a holy life. Because in Tokwano Kwa Unkunye. So you can't be living in sin to deal with others. Chronic sins. You cannot be living in This is why I'm pushing you and I'm preaching that whether you are hearing me from America, India, live a holy life. Stay with that woman you have married. Direct your last towards her. That is why God gave it to you. Don't go over the bar and don't step out of your boundaries. I beg God, pardon me for the English. This is what I said. Hallelujah. This is why I say, young girls, stay in the church and wait till somebody come and marry you legally. Bring you to the altar. Let's declare husband and start having sex. Stop stealing. Meat from your wife's soup. And then when we ask, you say, you are not the one. teaching yes, yes stop those things because the thing you are dealing with eh, these guys came there they said bring your son and the next punishment is that he must die so it's a do and die encounter do or die encounter this thing if you don't deal with it, it will deal with you it will stop your financial breakthrough it will stop your glory it will change your testimony it will reduce you to the status quo it will annihilate all your, your crowns and move them out. You will work like an elephant and eat like a rat. It has dealt with pastors who, have, who, who doesn't have knowledge about it. No. They went to a territory start to plant a church and they don't have any knowledge. So you hear them say, we are pray, 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 nothing is growing. Hey, it just doesn't work. Revelation is the matter of faith. So you have to go to God and ask him, why is the church not growing? Then God will show you that where you are planting the church is an altar. And you need revelation to dethrone it. They say he must die. I love Gideon's father's reaction. I love it. At that time, I think the, the, the thing, the, some, 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 some visitation has come. But Joas shouted to the mob that confronted him. Why are you defending Ba? Will you argue his case? This is exactly what we are going to do. Whoever pleads his case will be put to death by morning. If Ba is truly a God, let him defend himself. This is the reason we have gathered here. This is the reason. The altars in our background, if there are God, we stand by the altar of Elijah. And so the God that answered by fire. The argument is very simple. We serve a living God. We know our God. We are confronting them and say, there is no argument here. Let one God win this battle. Now listen. I will come back to this when we come to prayer. But this, this is the fetish priest talking. Why are you defending him? He's supposed to be powerful. This is what, sit down, sit down. This is what you have trusted all your life. This is why you have sacrificed your babies and children. If he's powerful and somebody has broken, has knocked him down, then why is man coming to defend the spirit? But without this revelation, to, 
Today, when I was writing, God was giving me the solutions for what to deal with it. One of the things he said that hit me, he said that they must know what is written. Yeah. It hit me like a hammer. They must know. So, for you to totally win the victory, you must know what is written. Don't write it. It's, it, it we'll, we'll deal with that from tomorrow. Don't write it. Hallelujah. You must know what is written. No. You must know what is written. If you don't know what is written, you are wasting your time. Prayer is part, but you must know what is written. And I say, why is it? It is the first way that God deal with the devil. That is the first time Jesus did. Jesus' first appearance with the devil, he didn't say, I bind you. He said, it is written. So, when you get to every stage, when we get there, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. But look at it. He said, he said huh? if bad truly is God, let him defend himself and destroy the one who broke down his altar. And that is why you must go and face it with a revelation, insight, understanding, prayerful life that is rooted in purity. It's not for jokers. Some of us, let me tell you, our fathers who didn't serve God, they have some things under their bed. Oh. I heard a story. I don't know who told me whether it was my mother or somebody. A particular pastor was being transferred in a church I won't mention because that's where you go. And the church is used to transferring their pastor. And they were packing things. So he told them that they shouldn't move the bed. He want to be back. And the people said the car was in heaven, so they started moving the bed. Then he started shouting, I told you don't move the bed. When the people got under the bed, there was a vulture on a, on a sitting on eggs. Pastor with clerical. Vulture. Vulture. Yes. Sitting on an egg. We don't know how many years it has been there. It's a vulture with an egg that cannot hatch. And if it happened to hash, every hashing activate the devil's power. I asked the Lord, why does some pastors want to connect to the devil to get power? He said, for name and fame. They do that because of fame. This is a generation of celebrities. That is why you are Facebook, YouTube. Everybody wants to be known. If you and God doesn't want you to be known, you want to be known. So some of you see some, some, some people you call celebrities, cut pictures, and then, and then where? And show, and show a bag. Whether the bag, they stole it. Whether they borrow. Whether uh, somebody's own, they used to take picture. You are dying to get one. These are all satanic advertisement to put pressure on people without knowledge who are not living godliness with contentment. I am teaching. Pressure! A generation of people under pressure. Eh? Have you seen that our neighbor who was also living in death track? Our next neighbor, they just bought a car. Our car is too old. Go and steal it. Paul said, godliness with contentment is great. Not just a gain, no great gain. So, life is in faces. Enjoy the face where God has planted you. And look to him to lift you to the other face. 
If you are not where others are, you are not there. And I can tell you, all those things is motivated by these authors. Psalm 16 verse 4. Do you have it in your notes? Troubles multiply for those who chase after other gods. So the way your year of multiplication, that you expect your finances will multiply, houses will multiply, children will multiply, if need be. Those who serve idols, when the altars sit down, they multiply your troubles. Today, God said something that hit me. Among the solutions to the things to come out, then he took me to the place of character. Then he, talked to, he spoke to me that to have total victory over these idols, you must walk in humility. And then he said, pride is a cancer. Then he told me that when it comes to pride, I myself fight you. Now, God told me about the dangers of pride. When you are dealing with this altar, it takes humility. Why? Because God gave more grace to the humble. More grace to the humble. And in the kingdom, you cannot become great outside grace. Because if it is outside grace, then you will boast that it is your strength. Oh, wow. So God has a way of making sure that what you are getting, it is not by your strength. No, I have never, there is everything I have, it is not by my strength. I can't even explain how God gave it to me. I don't have any explanation how Portes was built. I can't take credit for it. No. Publicly declaring that what you have, God is behind it. If you can't do that, you are proud. No, God told me, but this is what he told me. He said that God resist the pride. So I said, what do you mean by resisting? He said, I will be against you. But that's not true. When God is against you, every other altar gathered to be against you. So it's not just God that is against you because God is the one that stopped the other altars. Now that he is against you, they feel they are legally permitted. the devil from killing Job? God. You can touch him but don't touch his life. The first attack was that, don't even go to his body at all. The devil came back and negotiated again and said that, no, we took that sustain, but touch a man's body. God said, okay. So there was a limit to the devil's attack. But when God is against you, then there's no limit. All these authors gather. The man that we want to destroy, now God is trying to destroy. Let's all join. Let's be careful. No, this Christianity, the way we are preaching it, and people think that just butter and bread, you can do anything, anyhow, and walk with God, is the greatest terrible mistake in the body of Christ. Do, listen, you don't serve God in your terms. God has his own rules and laws. Hey! Hallelujah to Jesus. It is fearful to deal with this one. Now, listen. I, I wrote some things here. When these powers know that you are trying to escape, there will be a violent rage of their reaction. It means that when they see you want to come out, they, they violently react. They don't want you to come out. I ask the Lord, why is it that an idol is in my house? 
It has raised a negative altar. You have dealt with people in the family. Poor. Those who make money later became poor. Some are struggling. Some are in trouble. I mean, destroy those who are not even serving God. I have decided I won't follow you. I'm serving Jesus. I am now saying that leave me alone. I don't want to have anything to do with you. What is a violent reaction? And the Lord said, this is not a question you should ask me. This is not a question you should ask me. The reason you don't have to ask me the question is that, can the devil do good? He is a thief. He is a murderer. And he is a destroyer. But that's not the point. Hmm? This is the reason the devil doesn't want you to come out. If it's just you, go. But he knows once you are delivered, the battle has ended. Generations. So hear this. Hear this. This is his tactics. When he moved our grandfather to start serving idols, somehow he has seen our time. So when you see the devil planting something here, he doesn't plant it just for the person planted. He is trying to connect generations to it. So Satan is a generational thinker. Have you decided that you are going to be the head and not the tail? How many of you have decided that? Oh, how many of you have decided you are going to be the head and not the tail? Then expect the altars of your father's house to fight back. And that one, you don't do it by every time drinking water. In fact, when you start dealing with this thing, it's not even everybody you can connect to be a business partner. And I'm going to open your eyes to all these things. Because you can't have God in your business and another person bring idols as a partner. But there are so many Christians born again, tongue talking. They have covenanted with idols, consciously or unconsciously, knowingly or unknowingly. That is why Paul said, Do not equally yoke together with unbelievers. You cannot be a church as a chorister girl sitting here singing, protest praise, and every Sunday and speaking in tongues and bring a boy who doesn't know Christ. You have invited another altar. To be connected to your altar. Altar of darkness cannot connect to altar of light. That's it. So, it's in his care. You don't serve God in, in your terms. No. Hey, you are not the only one with feeling. No. In the fruit of the spirit, there is one strong one that is very, it has a personal responsibility towards everybody. The fruit of the spirit is, uh, is love, joy, peace, love. But there's one called self-control. Hear this. It's not God-control. So when you take a girl and you keep somebody's wife in your car and you start playing, killing me softly, and then the atmosphere of the car change and you start holding her breast, God is not going to stop you. Because the self-control is not God-control. It's a virtue. And that virtue does not say God will come and control you. God didn't control Adam when he was eating the fruit. is the thing we are playing. Some of you eh, you never dream you are going to commit sin but you created the atmosphere for the devil. You can't put 
petrol, and a fire. Do you know what is called magnet? Have you ever visited a tailor before? Do you know what is called magnet? Put a pin there and a magnet on the distance. It has power to attract it. The magnet has power to attract the pin. Hmm? That is why I am surprised the way Albert and Martin want to get married. Because you see, the reason I know it's demonic is that. The reason I know it's demonic is that. That is a name that I know very close. There's no closest name. But I didn't say pastor. So don't come blame me for why are you talking about pastors. I didn't say that. And they are not the only Albert and Martins in the world. That. Let me tell you how the devil works. These are all authors. So I don't want to go to that size authors. God didn't put anything in a man that attracts man to him. It is against nature. So for that to happen, something has taken over. So you can be a, a demonstrating a character that is the authors are behind. So most of your character demonstration, it's not just you. Something is manipulating you. They are called compulsive demons. They force you against your way. And because they have no resistance, it continues. How do you sub submit yourself therefore to God? Resist. No God is going to resist. You have a, a responsibility to tell the devil no way I will refuse to let you destroy my life. Every man, whether you are a pastor, a bishop, anointed, listen, women are so strong and so powerful. Whatever God put in them, even sometimes anointing can't stand it. Only boundaries can stand it. Anybody that is not clapping is a suspect. Anybody that didn't clap, there is something about the people that you have to think about. It means that those women, they are. I will leave it there. I'm telling you, anointing. Don't ever deceive yourself because you are anointed, you escape. Whatever God put in a woman, it's powerful. One day, God told me, Do you know why you don't have to sleep with a woman that is not your wife? You come under the control of his power. And if he carried the spirit of witchcraft, you are in trouble. Even without the witchcraft, you are under their control. Yeah. Little girls, young girls can put their hand in a man's bald hair. He will write a check before he think. Ask some of the girls, they know what I'm talking about. No, that is the power. Yeah. Some sent them as an anointing to lift a gate, but they couldn't stop Delilah. Once you bring them to a certain place, there is a place you put a woman in, you have given the devil the legal right to operate. It does not matter your title and your power. That glorious thing God created called woman, Lisa Vazui Atoyas. You need revelation. You need revelation. God said, don't eat the fruit. If. Say, get it. Because he has entered if. And once you enter a woman, you are under his control. 
So there are some men sitting here. That is why eh, a man can marry and still go for his ex. It took, there are things that can call you back if you are not prayerful. If you are sitting here, some things are calling. No, they won't say it. But there are women here, there are men here. When there's a little quarrel with their husband, they call their ex. But their ex will call them. We are under trouble with all kinds of idol worship and altars speaking. The thing about altars is that they speak. They speak. They speak. They speak. Today we will mute every altar around you. My greatest concern is some of you who are not dealing, you are doing nothing about it because of religious spirit. Religious spirit. The fact that you are Pentecostal church does not mean you don't have a religious spirit. I don't want to go to that side. It, it will divert my teaching. Religiosity. Are you ready for me here today? Yeah. Now let me start. Trouble multiply for those who chase after other goals. Do you, do you want to be the head and not the tail? Get ready to fight. Do you want to be different? Yeah. Among the solutions I'm giving, eh? <laughs> if everybody in the family is going this direction, you must turn the opposite way. It means that you must receive grace to be different. By the grace of God, I say with all humility, my family, I'm different. I don't want to be like anybody. Nobody serve God the way I serve God. Nobody love God the way I love God. Apart from my brothers who are around me serving God, nobody is pursuing God the way I'm pursuing. Nobody has understanding in the things of God the way I have it. I'm different. In everything. And you have to dare to be different. I still love them. We meet in a family. Even when we meet and we are standing, you can see that I'm different. My eyes are different. My, 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 this thing is, my, my, my hair here is growing. Everything is fine. I'm different. Everything about me is different. And I, 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 I pray that way. Leave your father and your mother and go to a land that will show you. I want you to be different. stand there and that's no that's all all god wants to do is that i want to separate you and he didn't even tell him where he was going so that you give them the address to come there the hebrew writer said not knowing where he was going because if you know where you are going you give them the address it means that he doesn't even want abraham to come back stay away from them You, God has not even finished working on you. And I, I'm going to take my auntie, my auntie's daughter. Adultery is a satanic program <laughs> to control anything you see, authors and adultery. They are satanic program to control nations, towns, families, and individuals. So when you go to a particular place and you see a sign there, like the one in Gideon's family, it controls the community. It controls the people around. It controls Gideon's family and it controls Gideon. Mm. 
So God told him, take seven years and go there and put that thing down. Until this thing comes down, it doesn't matter your prayer. You will not make it. You are not going to destroy it physically because we wrestle not with flesh and blood. You are going to sit here and by supernatural power and ballistic mister, you will knock those authors down. When the people went to do evangelism and the fetish priest said, the gods, when they called them, they don't come. Where have they gone to? So after our prayer, when they call the us- gods in your family, they will not come. Yeah. So for listen, it means that they call them. If the rose here, they want to do evangelism, they want to the fetish priest. Come and give your life to you. Say, you're very sorry. Because now when we call the gods, they don't come. It means that wherever the gods are, human beings call them. But because he came to steal, kill, and destroy, when he comes, what does he do? So there is a reason for your financial hardship. I'm going to open your eyes. There is a reason for your marital delay. There is a reason for your backwards and up and down life. There is a reason for the way your husband is behaving. There is a reason for your wife's rebellion and disrespect and lack of submission. Demonic manipulation. They control families. They control towns. And I beg your pardon if you agree with me, they can control a nation. One day I was working in Jerusalem. And whilst I was working there, I felt a certain atmosphere. I let the Lord, there's something about this place. The Lord said, there's no idol here. Since you are working, have you seen a shrine anywhere? When you go to Jerusalem, did you see a shrine somewhere? No, no idol. To bring idol to Jerusalem. Kazivizi Atoyos. Because most of when you do, you finish, you regret. You regret. I was standing where Pastor Abed was standing. When a lady sent us a note she was in a house. The husband has gone to work. He slept with his house help. Pastor Abed read it. Well, you know here. He's uh, just uh, ironing and he's just weeding the glass. Madame called the guy to bedroom. Slept with the he said the boy slept with him, fired seriously. The moment the husband appeared, he went to kneel down and say, Honey, this is what I've done. Can you explain that? And he sent me an email to pray for her. What prayer? <laughs> if there is a prayer you should pray, you should pray to prevent it from happening. So I cannot call it normal. All this wonder is called compulsive demons. The fact that he knew that before his husband means that he, he, he can't he can explain why he did that. So not all the men slept with you, that is normal. That's why some of them they slept with you once. Do you remember? Once. You gave your body to them once and you didn't give to them again. Because after you look back, say, then I'm here. Once, do you remember? Do you remember? Once. Some of you guys say that I guess you you were chasing them, buying them, you slept with them once. Once. I don't mind the one that slept with you five times, seven times. That's fine. But the once. What, what, no, this this guy is going to be part of your equation. Huh? 
the husband said, I've forgiven you. I don't. But later he sent me an image that the man has divorced. The man said, I don't marry you again. I'm sure the boy has not even bathed when he finished reading the background. He, I mean, the guy doesn't have a deodorant. The guy doesn't even shave. Different things are in oppression. But when the compulsive demon, oh, oh, Jesus Christ. Father, fight for us and deliver us from this thing. This thing is strong. It's stronger than the way you are looking at me. And don't sit there and think that it's far from you. Sure. Hmm. They can be there waiting for an appointed time. And waiting for an opportunity. Everyone. Can you imagine? Slap with your house help. Madame. Put this boy on the bed where you and your husband is. The guy. <laughs> and those guys, they weak, so they are strong. Oh, yeah. If you are not laughing, you are suspect. I am sure you have experienced things that you cannot laugh. I'm not trying to remind you. Every altar that is moving you to make a regrettable mistake may fire locate there. Yeah, that is why. Let me tell you, there are people that visit you. You will hire yourself for, and now you'll be some girl, some person say, "Go to check out." The moment you sense and you hear like. You have, have some kind of feeling sexually. Huh? Use broom to sweep the person. What did I say use? Come and say, uh, Obeni, what are you doing here? Just, 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 just. Sweep it out. Especially when it comes, you bind it, it comes, you bind it, it comes. When you keep it, something will happen. What's that? What's that? What's that? No, let me tell you something. There are too many careless Christians in our generation. Carelessness is too much. Too much. Too much. Too much. They are very learned. They finish university. Some of them have master's degree, but spiritually ignorant. There are people who do things. You wonder why they have they have MBA. No, professors. Sleeping with girls of their daughter. All this. And if you sit down and you think that you can mess around or misbehave, they will strip you of your physical power and take you to the supernatural and show you that the fact that you are power that's from you have an altar. If you meet me, and I'm, I sit with you. You are not sitting with an ordinary man. If you meet me and you, see, you think I'm an ordinary man, you have made the greatest mistake of your life. This is what Samson told Delilah. If you shave my hair, I will be an ordinary man. Go to your Bible and read it. So that guy was not ordinary. God's anointing, God's calling, God's grace with evidence and validation is on us. Yes, I can tell you that. With all humility, I'm telling you that. It, it, it's not, it's not, there is no arrogance, I'm telling you. I, I, I cannot consider myself to be that. 
The greatest mixer they made is that they thought Elijah was an ordinary man. So, if they knew Elijah was not, not an ordinary man, when he, when he engaged in the competition, they could have said, no, we won't come. But what the, what the idol worshippers cut their body with blood that they couldn't do, he prayed one prayer. So there are people where they have direct access to heaven. Characteristics of idols and characteristics of altars. Today, God told me something that hit me. He said, Son, idol worship is spiritual prostitution, and you are having an affair with demons. Spiritual prostitution. Number one, the altars and the idols in your background, they are blind and deaf. This is why God doesn't want you to worship them. So know this. They are blind and they are deaf. Deuteronomy chapter 4 verse 28. Quickly. All idols are blind and deaf. So don't follow them. There in a foreign land you will worship idols made from wood and stone. Gods that neither see nor hear nor eat nor smell. So that's what Gideon went to knock them down. They are blind. And they are what? Deaf. They, they don't hear. They don't see. So you cannot go to them and ask them to show you something. Because God said they don't see. Whatever they show you is deceptive. The scriptures cannot be broken. This is the word of God. So I don't care how powerful you think they are. Huh? There is an end. Every authority ends somewhere. The only authority that don't end is God's authority. That's what Jesus shouted. All authority has been given to me. Also, for be or old commercial catch you or say, Ninta, yes, you want Dennis are before you know your money. In trouble, but probably cool. Yes, I mean, I mean, I mean, that is very well, but I mean, there's an amount of truth in what he's talking about. Huh? Because the Bible said that who is the head of all principalities and powers? It is in the Bible. Yeah, Christ. So, by phoning now, they submit to him. So, why are you going to them? Come to their boss. They, are, they can't hear. They can't reach. Number two. Huh? They are perishable. So, they will, this is what, I'm going to show you a scripture. Huh? God said that you will become like them. God said that if you serve them, you will become like them. If they are perishable, then those who worship them perish. So altars, satanic altars and idols, they are perishable. Don't follow them. If your husband joins secret society, pray until he's out. Jeremiah chapter 10 and verse number 11. Say this to those who worship other gods. Say, this is prophetic. When we hear Jeremiah, Isaiah, give it attention. Say this to those who worship. So I'm saying it to our grandfather, Greg, what they did, this is the result. That thing that you see that you have no prayer about it, you have never renounced it, you think it will just go? 
That a dog just walk into your house and they strange dog and then you are walking around. Oh, dog, dog, they're standing there. There's a way you drive dogs away. There's a way you drive goats. There's a way you drive sheep. So there's a way you drive demons. Say to this to those who worship idols, your so-called gods who did not make the heavens and earth will vanish from the earth and from under the heavens. NIV version. Give it to me, honey. Tell them this. This gods who did not make the heavens and the earth will perish from the earth and from under the heavens. So, we have the right to make sure they perish. Because God said they can perish. They perish. Message Bible. Tell them this. The stake gods. Stick, 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 stick. The stake gods who made nothing. Neither sky nor earth. Will come to nothing on the earth and under the sky. So listen. If they come to nothing. Those who worship them will come to nothing. Stay out of it. Don't permit them to pour labeshi in your family. Don't let them go and do depot for you. Fight for your children. Your most your, your, your weakest state is your most vulnerable state. And it's a responsibility of parents to protect their children. I'm teaching you. Perishable. Characteristics of idols. Are you following? So when we see all these things, that is what it is. Subbine. All this, this is what they bring. Perishable, destruction, family, everybody suffering. Hallelujah to Jesus. Huh? How many of you want help here? Oh, are you sure? I will lift up my eyes onto the hills. Huh? Write it down. Idols are helpless. So those of you looking for them for help, huh? huh? They are helpless. Isaiah chapter 45, verse 20. Let's look at what the prophet said. All the altars, I don't know, greatest altars in our family. They are all helpless. Gather together and come. You figurative from surrounding nations. What fools they are who carry around their wooden idols and pray to gods that cannot save. Helpless. Oh, Jesus. I'm preaching, sir. This is what it is. When you see them around, you go there, and then you are standing there. They beat in your waist. Where did you get it from? So one day I was preaching in the church in Accra here. There was a girl I was, I was praying. I, I cast out the spirit, they were not going. Because when you try that, it doesn't go. The next thing you have to bring is the, the anointing. You have to bring the gift of discernment. Because only discernment can help you to cast demons. So I activated them immediately. I entered discernment. Lord, what is going on? And he said, cut the beat in his waist. They took the girl to the bathroom. Cut off the beat. And the demons left her. Now, this, do you know something? There is something I have not taught you in deliverance. Eh? If you cast any demon and refuse to go, he has a right to stay because of something he has with you. So there must not be any legal grounds for the demons to stay. The beat. Who gave it to you? 
Later, he said, my grandmother, my grandmother warned me, never take it out of your waist. Look at your neighbor and say, do you have a grandma? Tell the person, God bless you. Gather together and come. You figatives from surrounding nations. What fools they are. Have you seen the way God, I mean, look at the way God handled it. Fools they are who carry around. They were going to America, they carry it. They were going to Europe, they carry it. They were leaving their village to Accra, they carry it. They carry them around. And this is what God called them. They carry them. Yesterday you learned it. Rachel carried them. He died a foolish death. Cannot be neutral. Carry his father's God. What God was delivering him from, he carried. Let nobody blame God. There are people God wants to help, they refuse. Richie refused to allow this God of heaven to help him. You have come to marry my covenant guy, who is the third player of the covenant. He's taking you out of your father's idols. Leave the idols and go. He carried them. Sat on them and say, I'm in my menses. Light. They said, I read it to you. Not all women are in their cycle. They will use it as a weapon. I am, but it's not. Husband touch me. Eh, Adenaba. Adenaba. Ebeko. Even marriage, they are showing red car. When they do that, it's a red car. Fools. What fools they are who carry around their wooden idols and pray to God, to gods that cannot work. Save. So the idols, they are helpless. They cannot help you. Don't follow them. Don't bring them to your marriage. Don't carry them. You are good. By the time we finish this spiritual, where? This is a solid foundation. Do you know something? What God is giving me and I'm preaching you, I can, I can, I have assurance in my spirit. This year, you will multiply. Your finances, your favor, your elevation, your health, everything is geared towards a positive direction. Give the Lord a better clap of it. Ah, God is up to something. Amen. Hallelujah. Huh. Worthy. You are worthy. King of kings. Let's say. We sing that. Because this our God is wealthy. Right, the next point. Idols are unworthy to worship. They are unworthy to worship. They don't deserve your worship. They have no ears. They cannot speak. They cannot do anything. Acts chapter 17 verse, verse 20. Apostle Paul says something there. For thou bringest certain strange things to your ears. We will therefore, we know therefore what these things mean. Give me 29, let me see. Give me 29. Okay. Go to the New Living Translation. Acts chapter 17, verse 29. And since this is true, we shouldn't think of God as an idol. Huh? 
designed by craftsmen from gold or silver or stone. So don't let us think God. Because if you don't think it, these people were considering God as an idol. And Paul told them, no, don't consider. Now let's read the King James. The King James, uh, or give me the amplified version, rather. Give me the amplified version. I want to show you something. Since then, we are God's offspring. We ought not to suppose that deity, the Godhead, is like a gold or silver stone. No, don't let us make a mistake. Because sometimes your family, they make it look like that is your God. They are not worthy to be worshipped. I'm giving you scriptures. So that is it. A man's life does not depend on the abundance of the things he possesses. All this has made people think life is connected by money. And then when you make money, you have life. You can't eat it. There is a realm you come to bed and I'll tell you to be more. Your waist, you punch the holes. The more you punch, the more the waist becomes slim. No! Satan can enter people's body and reduce the body to a minimum. Can give them sicknesses that nothing can try. No medical sign. The medical equipment cannot pick a demo. No laboratory equipment can pick a demo. That is why they can check you. Nothing is happy, but you know you are sick. A spirit is behind it. So it's fear. Fear. Fear of death. And not just the death. Where do you go? When you go to funeral, the tears are not for the death. Jesus Christ died at 33. Huh? He's sitting in heaven. So it's not a death. Where do you go? Do you know something? I've read many books about people who died and went to glory. And when Jesus told them to come, they didn't want to come. Many. Joe Thomas. Different one. When you get to the glory, now, it started. Do you know where the kingdom starts? Because when you leave the other kingdom, you don't remember what is there. And you don't like. It starts with the kingdom of the womb. Mm. Nobody comes from the womb and want to go back there. If you tell me what happened in the womb, I don't know. Yeah. So when you come to the heaven, you migrate, you go to the other side. When you go to heaven, you don't want to come here. Because that place, no pressure, no sin, no horror, no trouble. That's what the Bible said. So you forget about wife, children, everybody. Don't go to hell because of a woman. Because when you go, when, when you go to heaven, you remember them. I now understand why Jesus is in heaven, there is no marriage. There is no marriage. You are not even living around neighborhood. So that more, the way I would tell you, anything can happen. Even though we are not supposed to do this, we say, hey, hey, rather, may you honk a cracker. No, the Bible says in heaven, there's marriage is a temperate thing on earth. So sex is a temperate thing on earth. Don't let sex knock your destiny. The 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 human organ will take more people to hell than anything. All this thing we are chasing in life: sex, power, and glory. If it's ministry, the gold, the girls, and the glory. Every pastor's trap and suffering is in this one. The gold, the money, the girls. Uh-huh. I'm not teaching one. And then the glory. Means we say we be at Jamaica. Today, a pastor cannot even quote scripture. She has not even taken his time to groom. No, I call for phone. I see him. No, I be a Facebook. Say free. Hey, Akabaka, and I'm a preacher, and I'm Obasha Dero, now also. Because your time has not come. We want to be, somebody has, the devil has lunch something before you know he's off. Even Jesus, he didn't want to be known at a certain time. Jesus will heal people, he don't tell anybody. 
He told his mother at the wedding ceremony in Cana, my time has not yet come. God in divine timing. Idols are corruptible. They will corrupt you. Huh? Romans chapter 1 verse 22. Idols are what? Hey. <laughs> Romans chapter 1 verse number 22. Claiming to be wise, they instead become utter fools. 23. And instead of worshipping the glorious ever-living God, they worship idols made to look like mere people and bears and animals and reptiles. I assume. Let's start again. Verse 22. Claiming to be wise. So you see, when they do these things, they appear as if they are wise. But there's nothing painful that you were a fool. Huh? God says you were a fool and he says you are wise. The, the, your, your death will be very shameful. Claiming to be wise, they instead become utter fools. What happened that they came? Then instead of worshipping the glorious ever God, ah, the possessor of the heavens and the earth, the creator of the universe, the giver of life, the El Shaddai, the El Elyon, the brightest morning star, the one who was and is and is to come, the only wise God, the unchangeable changer, the one who make a way where there seems to be no way. The one who, oh, who can make a way in the waters and in the seas. The Bible called him the glorious ever living God. He cannot die because he was not born. Oh man. That God is what I'm talking about. Gross ever living God. They worship idols made to look like mere people. So some of the idols, some of them are people. Some of them are birds. Worship them. Some of them animals. Osuno. Friends say, Boya. Do not reptiles. Ketre. Alligators, all of them. So there are people worshiping all kinds of things. Don't get around it. God is against it. There is no idol without an altar. And this is the suffering of the black man. All our suffering is connected to this. Generations. Some of us talking here and sitting here is in our hometown now. They are still pouring libation. Every house is an idol there. There are a lot of mistakes. Idols work. They are work of errors. Error. Everybody say error. Idols are works of error. Jeremiah chapter 10 verse 15. No prophet spoke against idols than this prophet. Huh? Huh? They push people to make a lot of mistakes. You can put it any way you want to put it. Idols are worthless. They are ridiculous lies give me the king james first i picked the error from the king james they are vanity and they are works of what i don't know the title the works of errors 
So that is where the works of idols are works of errors. I pick it from this scripture and I give it that title. Idols are works of errors. In time of their visitation, they shall perish. Oh, Jesus. Work of errors. Give me the New Living Translation and listen. Listen to the way the prophet, idols are worthless. Don't try to follow them. Nothing is on them. They create an altar that make people become worthless. Huh? They are ridiculous lies. Huh? On the day of reckoning, they will be destroyed. And it is the day. The day of reckoning is today. The day of reckoning is this week. The day of reckoning is your day. I said there shall be what? Hey, talk to me. There shall be what? Next one. They are the works of human hands. Nobody created God. Nobody created God. But the idols are the works of human hand. So, if human beings make them, then who can trust them? Huh? Psalm 115 and verse number 4. Idols are what? They are the works of what? Human hands. I'm preaching. So, the authors you see that they are works of human hand. Their idols are merely things of silver and gold. Shaped by what? Human hands. They are idols are merely what? Things of silver and gold. And they are shaped by what? So it's not anything. They only created that for demons to come and stay inside and destroy people. I told you both the supernatural, light and darkness, has no legal right to come to the earth without human contact. So the way I am a prophet, they are satanic prophets. Don't ever make a mistake. And this is what the Lord told me. The people of the world, they value the satanic prophets and those in the church. If God raised a prophet for generation and you reject the prophet, you have rejected your blessing. By a prophet, the Lord brought them out of Egypt. And by a prophet, they were preserved. Why am I preaching this? Because the Lord God will do nothing unless he fears. Belief is prophet also. So, believe the things I'm preaching. They are idols and merely things of silver and gold. But couldn't you see fear anyway? Then you're there. Answer me. The one in the hometown, what did they used to do? Huh? It's so cheap that it's clay. You're always cheap. Here, God is talking about silver and gold. Is there gold inside? Nah. African poverty, even our idols are poor. <laughs> Do you know that the Indian idols, some of them are gold? Yes, the Indian Africa. Have you seen a golden shrine before? Poverty. Even our idols are poor. When I talk, you say, hey, hey, hey. no. Go, if you go to some of the Chinese restaurants, you see some of these Buddha statue, you see it standing there like gold. And that's what the Bible says, silver, gold. Yeah, I'm telling you, today God told me something. And don't ever go to a restaurant and eat and not pray. Because most of the food is already dedicated to idols. Remember one day, we went to, we booked a Chinese restaurant. I forgot it, where it was Atlanta. We were going to eat. A woman of God booked a restaurant for us to go and eat. <laughs> when I entered, what I saw, we got down from the car, the Lord said, immediately, the Lord, the prophetic grace just got activated, bam. And the Lord said, be the first to enter the place. Oh, how? 
I was going to tell you, okay, hurry up and say that I'm coming. Say, be the first. When I entered, the beast I saw, the physical one was there, but the spiritual one. I said, we are going back. I said, no, no, nobody's eating here. Ask my, my wife. Let me say, what is it? I said, nobody's eating here. The woman said, oh, if Prof said it, we got to go. So you better. <laughs> we didn't eat. Ask mommy. They say, if you don't eat, you have to pay percentage. I said, give them the money. Huh? They are traps. If I'm going to pay 50%, then let me go and eat. Trap. Okay? When Pharaoh saw that the resistance was strong, there is something about the devil. When he sends strong razor, you come for negotiation. What is the negotiation now? You go and leave your children and leave your wife. Moses said, no way. So some of the things that trap you, it was on the negotiating table. And you yielded because you are not spiritual. Man, I love you. Let me fire once. I will stop until wedding day. Eh, daddy, please. I don't like that. You don't like what? <laughs> that is a demonic things on negotiating table with pressure. How can we go and sacrifice and lead our wife and children? Moses said, you are lying. We are going with, and I love what Moses said, not just a human, we are going with our sheep, our goat, even the mouse, they took them. We are not going with them. We will sacrifice it to the Lord. So everything. Receive grace never negotiated with the devil. Now listen to me. You don't negotiate with the devil and the storm. When Jesus wake up from the boat, he didn't negotiate with the storm. Peace be still. And when he's casting out the demons and they want to talk, he say, keep quiet and come out. You know, then they throw something away. Mm. There is nothing. They want to destroy you. Idols are insensitive. Psalm 115, verse 5 to 8. The same, they are insensitive. Huh? They have mouth, but cannot speak. Ears, but cannot see. Eyes, but cannot see. They have ears, but cannot hear. And nose, but cannot smell. They have hands, but cannot feel. And feet, but cannot walk. And throat, but cannot make sound. Insensitive. This is the thing our fathers has worshipped. Our grandfather. So, listen. Never deceive yourself that that altar is hearing. That shrine is hearing. The Bible says they cannot hear. The spirit inside cannot hear. I'm teaching you. I'm teaching. They have hands, but they cannot. You can't follow them. Amen. You can't follow them. Somebody married, and there, on the honeymoon, there was a beat in the waist of the lady. So the guy said, I don't like the beat. So we remove it. Because your husband has a right to say that he doesn't like the beat. Huh? The guy said, if I have to remove it, then this marriage must break. I'm telling you. Then the guy saw that he has married an idol. 
Mr. Ghetto will say, I can't remove it. It's not possible. And this is the one that the guy said, if I remove it, you will die. And you see, if you are not prayerful, every devil threatens you. Can you imagine, prophet, and I'm a woman? I have not changed you, but as I'm standing, I'm a woman. With all the grace and the power, you come to marry me, then you threaten me. No, let me say, okay. Can you imagine? I, if you want to marry Lady Ivy, Lady Ivy has a bitch and he said, eh, if I remove it, and Lady Ivy threatened me that you would die. Do, 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 do. I mean, I was more dangerous that time than now. People know me from being in power. They don't tell me that this man has changed. Ask them. One day I asked the Lord, How do you tell me? He said that <laughs> it is a prophet unrefined. Elisha calls he best to tell the children that say you are boy. That is the early stage of his ministry. Now, now the grace I'm operating is stronger than that one. If God doesn't refine you, you'll kill many people. So, the more God put grace on you, the more he, he brings you to the state of soberness, gives you large heart for love, and the people you call see now look at a, rob, a prophet that is refined. The Syrian army has come in to arrest him. He has blinded the Syrian army, marched them to the king's house. The king is about to slaughter them. The prophet said, Give them food to eat. Is that Elisha who called bears to tell the children? At that time, he has matured, he has refined. But, however, 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 you have to be carnal, prayerless, lack of faith for a woman you have married threatening you. Because that is a spiritual encounter. Whatever the thing is, I don't need to tell you. I will cut it. Abi, you are going to sleep. Caesars don't sleep. Oh. I dash my wife's car without his knowledge. No, there's nothing to complain. It's gone. It's still there. If I can dash your car, can't I cut your beat? No. All the things that you are afraid because of where you stand. This guy is tall, but he is taller than me because of where I stand. If I come here, he's nothing. If I go to the roof, he cannot be found. In aircraft, he's a capua boy. So instead of standing for the devil to threaten you, rise above the devil. This is it. You, when you rise above your problem, the problem will not change because the devil does not change, but your position has changed. Thank you. are dealing with them you have to be fortified because they can be counter reaction the people came back they wanted to kill Gideon are you getting it that's something don't stand in sin to deal with them because they don't like you to take a step for the future they don't like you to advance they don't like you to prosper so when there is an idol and an, a negative altar in your family don't ever think prosperity is going to be easy and don't ever consider those who don't go to church but they are prospering, they will make their end disastrous. So there's no need to envy them. It's just a matter of the end. The way their end is, you even desire their prosperity. 
You want to be the head, they know the tail, they will fight you. You want to make your marriage exceptional. There are idols that has come to families. Huh? Some of the men you marry. And it, the, 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 the symptoms and the effect of the idol is that they don't make marriage work. What I'm telling you, it has nothing to do with you. I am preaching where you are coming from. Some of you don't even have knowledge. Tomorrow I will show you that some of you when you were born, you were dedicated. Yes. Your umbilical cord, where it is, we must go and uproot it. No. Your grandfather, your great-grandfather, no chenipati. So blood is crying against the family. Today you are going to take yourself out. Are you getting it? You are going to announce to the idols that you are not their candidates. Sorry, I'm on FM by Bon it's foundation for 2022. If the foundation destroyed, what can the righteous do? Look at the way God is going to our backgrounds. All kinds of things has happened. There are marriages you want to marry. There are homes when you went there. Thank God that when we fall in love, we don't take touch light. Because <laughs> some people, when they throw it, they say, hey, ready? <laughs> Which one is this? <laughs> Your love will reduce from 100 to 0. Straight. Thank God. Love is love. There's a way they say love is blind. It's not in the Bible, but to some extent. You, you didn't engage in a battle because of the man you married, but the background. Background. The authors don't make... In Africa, can I tell you this? The authors make prosperity difficult. People with potentials. We fight for everything. You fight to get a fiancé. You fight to have engagement. There are some engagements if you are going for war. <laughs> you see, Abrofono, with their, have you seen the way their engagements are? Eh? <laughs> Will you marry me? <laughs> Go to your father and say, Daddy, I'm married. The way they will curse you, you never recover from it again. With a ring. The places that the idols has been dealt with by generations. What we are doing now, you won't see it. But hundred years from now, if Jesus tarries, your generation will celebrate you. God bless you for listening. I hope you enjoyed the message. For further inquiries, contact Belt Prayer Center, P.O. Box, GP21421, Accra. Telephone, plus 233-274-009933 or plus 233-242-472655. Email us on info at portercity.com or visit our website, www.portercity.com. Location, Plot 16, Mutual Road, Pram Pram, Greater Accra, Ghana.